welcome to Grandpa Hill's True Stories. These stories, Grandpa Hill's True Stories, are for my children, my grandchildren, and all children. I'm sitting in the living room with three of my grandchildren, one of my sons, his wife, and my wife, Grandma Hill. This story is Love Hurts number three. You might recall in the Love Hurts number one, I rescued, Grandpa rescued Grandma from a flying squirrel. And in Love Hurts number two, Grandpa rescued Grandma from a flooded car. Uh, also in those two stories, Grandma was the one that got hurt. So let's see what happens in Love Hurts number three. In 2015, Grandma and Grandpa Hill lived in Island, Pennsylvania. The house was big, drafty, and old. And it was a typical January day, about 35 Fahrenheit and cloudy with the wind blowing. While I was outside that morning working under the hood of the car, maybe on replacing an alternator or putting a new starter on, the point was that I was working outside and the work was detailed enough that I did not wear gloves and my hands got very cold. I was pretty much finished with the car. I just had to go back out and put the tools away. So I went into the house to warm up my hands. As I entered the old two-story house, the first thing I saw was the radiator that I would soon have my hands on to warm. The first thing I heard as I looked to the left was Mary Lee. She was wearing warm socks on the cold linoleum floor and had her hands in warm soapy water doing the dishes. Her blouse was loose around her hips and I had an inspiration to tease and surprise her. I would walk over, get behind her and put my icy cold clean hands on her waist under the blouse and briefly warm them on her. Of course, she would be startled and would want to get back at me, maybe splash water on me, maybe hit me with a spoon, or just grab a couch pillow and smack me with it. The playfulness we have shared over the years has gone that way. In the end, I always give her the upper hand, the last twap with the snapping towel, the last blow in a pillow fight. I wasn't sure how this would end, but was pretty sure we would both be happy when the playfulness was over. So over I walked. I got behind her and up went my hands at her waist and I embraced her. Shrieked! She dropped what she was doing and turned to face me with a playfully angry grimace. Of course, I was already eight feet away and ready to make a hasty exit. I ought to kick you, she said. I felt some remorse. I had really startled her. To be fair, I really ought to let her kick me. It would satisfy her and we would both be soon laughing. She would be rubbing a sore foot and I'd be rubbing a sore bottom. I turned my backside to her and she started to position herself 
for giving me a good hard kick to the rear. Before she was going into the warm-up to give me that well-deserved kick in the caboose, I cautioned her, You know, this is probably going to hurt you more than it will hurt me. I thought this because we were both in our 50s and bones seemed to break easier and she bruises easily. Well, the comment, that comment, uh, that it would hurt her more than uh, me, seemed to give her even more energy and power in an attempt to prove me wrong. Mr. Tough Guy was about to get the kick of his life. I turned my right buttocks towards her and she steadied herself and let her leg fly. I chose the right side because the left side had my wallet in it and that would surely hurt her. As soon as the kick landed, I went forward a foot or two and Mary was howling and screaming in pain. What a mess. I did think it would hurt her more than me, but not that much more. As I helped her limp to the dining room couch to inspect the damage to her toes or foot, I felt it. I felt something on my bottom where she had kicked me. I reached back to feel in my pocket and pulled out a small steel wrench, about five inches long. It had worked its way down into my pocket. She didn't see it. I didn't know it was there. But it sure looked really guilty for me because I warned her it was going to hurt her more than it was going to hurt me. But truly, I didn't know it was there. I had turned my right side to her, the side with the wrench in it. Fortunately, she believed me, and I still had her trust. I was not trying to hurt her. I was telling the truth. I had surprised her with my cold hands. She was um, had given me that satisfying free kick. Then it would be over. We would laugh and embrace. Of course, we still laughed and embraced, but not immediately. She was hurting too much. I finished the dishes with her foot up with some ice on it, both of us hoping it wasn't broken. Then we talked it over once again so that she knew that I was sincerely telling the truth. I truly didn't know the wrench was there. She knew without a doubt that I was in love and loving her and telling the truth and wishing that wrench had not been in my pocket. Neither her foot nor her toes were broken. I am glad our relationship is the way it is and that Mary is the way she is. Just for your information, I have not tried any similar surprise with Grandma in the past eight years. <laughs> At least that I can remember. And that's my story. What did you think, Mary? Can you remember it? Is it true? Is it true? Is it that's true? Do you remember that? No, the I... part that's not true is Grandpa did know the wrench was in the pocket. <laughs> yeah, you were lying. Ah, <laughs> uh, see, that's what you guys would cause so much trouble. A lot of women would take advantage of that and say, obviously you were lying. But Grandma did not do that. She didn't challenge it. She wasn't talking like Lizzie is. <laughs> about the truth so I was I was very we were you know it was too much 
The moral of the story, do not put wrenches in your pockets. And the moral of the story... And warm your hands... At the radio. The moral of the story <laughs> is to trust someone when they say they didn't mean to hurt you. Yeah, but see, some people aren't trustworthy. Is they really trust, aren't. Trustworthy, trustworthy. Yeah. And how do you get? How do you become trustworthy? When you can, when you have on multiple occasions. Multiple certain, occasions. That's the important part. That multiple occasions. They are not lying. You you've consistently told the truth and you didn't ever violate that trust. And then once you violate it, it's not an easy I thing. I always give people the benefit of the doubt when I know people unless there's like some major reason to not believe them. But then once they break my trust. Never ever? No, like I can yeah. trust again, but it won't be the same as that first time trust. That's yeah. right.